Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, this is Owen Jones, and this is the Cheerful Election Daily. I am, as you can hear, I'm in a pub. I'm in Putney. That's in southwest London. There are now eight days until the general election. I can promise you this podcast will not be quite this noisy. It's quite noisy, isn't it? Um, what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to take you on a canvas session. I'm, with, I'm here with Labour members. About 270 people have turned up to knock on doors. But I, wanna, I want you to kind of hear what's going on on the ground here. I, I take you on a bit of a journey in uh, the Midlands, which is uh, in Stoke-on-Trent. It's very different from where we are here, that's for sure. This is a very strongly pro-Remain constituency. It's a kind of sums up Labour's electoral coalition in London, uh, which is of diverse working class communities and middle class professionals, basically. But I want you to get to hear people who are knocking on doors and I've got a pretty broad range of people and it will give you I think a bit of an insight into what's actually happening in this country in some of the constituencies that Labour needs to win if there is any hope as there is by the way of kicking Boris Johnson out of Downing Street I am with the legendary writer that is Dan Hancocks hello Dan hi Owen where are we in Roehampton. Where, so explain that we're on an estate. This is actually one of the biggest council estates in Western Europe. That's right. It's, um, yeah, we've got several seven-storey blocks in a row. Um, it's cold. Uh, the estates have, I, I would say, visibly seen the effects of nine years of Tory austerity, as, as happens in um, a lot of uh, council estates in London that have just sort of basically been allowed to be run into the ground slowly um, over the last 10 years, the last 20, really. I think this is the sort of place, too, where a lot of people, maybe before Labour became a mass party, maybe wouldn't have been knocked on. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the the vibe here, obviously, as it was in 2017, is completely different. And you've got this wonderful kind of combination that you had in 2017, again, of, of hardened uh, local CLP activists and then this swarm of a kind of momentum army who sort of move around London using the fantastic uh, sort of digital infrastructure they've created, in this case, my campaign map. Um, and I think it's really, it's really lovely to see the kind of relationships struck up between the sort of mostly though not overwhelmingly uh, young people who are, who are just flinging themselves around London and around the country to, um, to campaign with, with the, the people who were doing it in 2005 and 2001 and so on in, in much, much smaller groups. I mean, we've got, how many people have we got on our, our board here? We've got Way too many people. So what happened, just to explain, is basically they, they prepared, I think, enough balls for about 150 people to knock on doors. And apparently over the course of the evening, 270 people turned up. Right, that's fairly typical, isn't it? I mean, in terms 
terms of just uh, and you sort of hope that that even when you're not doing the specific and very important job of door knocking and having conversations with people about the issues affecting them that that just by being out and about in the neighborhood you're showing that that sort of that labor is interested and care about about this community Someone just said, actually, I wish you people were here more of the time, which sums up a bit. It's interesting, yeah, because normally in a board, so just to explain to people what a board is, a board is uh, basically uh, the data on, you, you get sent to an area, a road, an estate, it tells you the kind of registered votes, it tells you uh, data sometimes about how people last voted, don't know, Labour Conservative, often no data. And normally it's about four or five people on a board. There's a board runner who tells people where to go, uh, and then about four of the people. There's about 20 here because there's so many people. But on Putney, so we're in the constituency that is Putney, and this, this is very familiar to me because I, my grandparents grew up in Roehampton. Uh, so I didn't grow up, they used to live here, so I spent a lot of my childhood here. And Putney itself is quite interesting because I think it sums up a lot the kind of Labour electoral coalition in London, which is kind of what I'd say young middle-class professionals for whom Remain is quite a big thing, and then urban, working-class diverse communities would you say that's kind of fair about this constituency what do you think you know the kind of labor coalition london well i think i think that's exactly right so i grew up in um in tooting constituency but it's also in wandsworth so it's just over the border really one of my first jobs before i was a full-time journalist was at south thames college in putney um and you had uh young people there i was sort of doing comms we had young people there who were mostly from quite deprived backgrounds who were thanks to to new labor i suppose like given chances to retake gcse's and do sort of vocational qualifications but right over the road you had uh, a number of very posh private schools as well and that sums up a lot of southwest london um and i i think yeah you're seeing that reflected on the doorstep so you've got a uh, very uh, that exactly that kind of combination that you're talking about of um, the kind of people that really want to talk about Brexit but actually today I don't think we've had really much of a chat about Brexit at all it's, 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 the, uh, it's the other stuff it's the, it's the Labour mainstays of stuff to do with um, the NHS the underfunding of public services um, and you know the need for Britain to change direction you end up having these quite broad conversations I think and, uh, about about the country being in a mess and it's really important to drill down into what that means for people and how how labor might change it so uh, polling has just come out this week from YouGov about london and it shows that labor's polling has really surged about half nearly of londoners going to vote for labor uh, a 17 point lead for labor which funnily enough is the exact same lead labor had in the last poll of the 2017 general election in london though that was a bit closer to the uh, to the election in that case have you felt that on the doorstep in in london over the over the last few weeks because labor's polling was a lot lower in london at the beginning of the election campaign and the Lib Dems were a lot higher and they've really collapsed in London as elsewhere. Yeah, I think, I think there was that real um, sluggishness to begin with. I think the campaign maybe has moved a bit more slowly for Labour than it did in 2017. But there's a real sense the last week that, uh, as people have been saying, you know, maybe it's happening again, that there is that energy, that, that people are excited about the manifesto. And in the case of sort of very, you know, largely Romani London, that uh, people who were thinking of voting Lib Dem are beginning to fold back into Labour um, in the same way that the Brexit party voters did for the Tories much more instantaneously after that uh, announcement by Farage. It's just sort of perhaps taken a bit longer for Lib Dems, Greens or reluctant Labour voters who, for whom Brexit's the most important issue um, to, to come back to Labour. But I think it's happening and, and I think there's 
you know, we'd probably both agree there are a lot more reasons to for people to do that other than the fact the offer of a second referendum. So finally, there are, when this podcast comes out, because this is the evening, it's cold, it's, as you've said, cold and dark. Uh, it is December. We have a December election for the first time since 1923, which is ridiculous. Um, but there the are eight days left, just over a week to go. How, what do you think, in the last few, last week or so, what do you think the strategy has to be? Well, given that we've had the Dua Lipa endorsement, I don't know what else there is to go, right? Um, <laughs> following that, um, yeah, uh, let's go hard. It's got four million Instagram followers or something. Four? It's like 36. Is it? Six million, yeah, that's right. No, I think, it, I mean, it is go hard or go home time. Um, what would I like to see in the last week? God, that's a tough question. I suppose just a real clear statement of the stock choice that the country has on offer and that's what we've been talking about on the doorstep today i've been citing the ifs report on the party manifestos we're all talking about that in the pub i just told a small businessman to go away and google the ifs report because um you know the ifs are never going to like enthusiastically endorse a particular party and nor have they but they said well the tories you know there is a clear choice and the tories it's it's going to be a mess it's going to be more underfunding of everything and labor okay well maybe they're not entirely sure about how everything's going to be funded but they but they do basically back the idea of you know FDR style investment um, and and a turning of, of the tide basically and I think you know we just have to persuade people that that change is possible and it's desirable and, and that and get get out that vote very funny actually what's the median age here of the people knocking on doors it's mostly a big one there 20, I'm, I'm quite old here I think it's mostly kind of 20s to early 30s is that right yeah I would say the median age bit of a level maths here 26 I would say those that's the army that's the that's the labor army on the doorsteps here in putney it's quite interesting well cheers dan hero to amber Hello, Owen. we bumped into each other on the way here yes you i was quite lost um and then i saw you um we were on our bikes yes we were on our bikes so i was lost on my bike we were around clapham right it was around there um or like yeah near big junction in, anyway um, and I saw you, and then we tried to find our way here together. Um, we got, it was an emotional roller coaster, yeah, I would say. Yeah, you were going quite fast, actually. I was trying to keep up. I was struggling to keep up. Was I being dangerous? Sorry. Yeah, a little bit. Um, why are you canvassing? Um, because I think that we need um, a Labour government. We can't have five more years of a Tory government. That's a pretty pithy response, to be honest. <laughs> Have you, when did you ever? When's the first time you ever canvassed? Um, this is my first election canvassing. Last election, I was doing Get the Vote Out. Wow, okay. Yeah, I think I'm quite sceptical about party politics. So you're someone who's not actually kind of into party politics per se, but you're out here now. Would you ever have imagined you were the sort of person to ever be knocking on doors with Labour leaflets? I think that I, I always see myself as very political, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't necessarily have got behind... Um, yeah, like signed up to a party before, um, but I'm. I think like what Jeremy Corbyn is doing is interesting, but also yeah, like we just can't um, have a Tory government. That, that, that's what I think is interesting because I'm here with people who are not normally engaged with party politics, and for the first time they're actually doing this, and that is interesting. Finally, are you hopeful? Last week, oh, should I be hopeful? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, things are moving. I think there's something happening. Do you think not? There's something happening. Not the, the issue is finally younger people. Do you think they'll come out? Um, I hope so. 
Yeah, listen to Amber. Come out. Come on. Don't let Amber down. If you don't come out and you're young and you don't vote, Amber's going to be livid. Exactly. Who am I speaking to? Uh, I'm Viv. And I'm Kat. Where are you both based? Uh, we're in Spellthorn constituency. Which one? Spellthorn. Where's Spellthorn? Like Sunbury, so on the cusp of Surrey and Greater London. Ah, so that's probably quite a safe Tory seat, I would imagine. It is, yeah. So you've come to come to marginal seats where you're far more effective with your canvassing. Uh, yeah, exactly. So our local MP is quasi quoting. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, we've been like Putney, Wimbledon, sort of local ones. Um, yeah, mostly those ones. How have you felt things changing on the doorstep? Has there been any kind of shift? Uh, yeah, I think so. Within the last couple of weeks, people seem to be a lot more positive towards Labour. Yeah, I think um, I think you get pockets where like opinion seems to like be changing. So, for example, we did a block that was less pro um, Corbyn, but generally overall, um, I think so. I think so. So um, again, like um, you get more affluent areas where you're just not necessarily convincing anyone. Other areas that really things do seem to be moving forward. But we are getting the message across. Like the ground game has been brilliant this election. What do you think? Kind of the issues that kind of most come up. Is it do people want to talk about Brexit, or does that normally come up? And if not, what what does? Um, I think it depends on the, on the area you're doing. Um, so uh, the cuts have come up a lot, austerity, and I think we've been really good at hammering that home. Um, and then people who are sort of less pro-Labour, things like anti-Semitism have come up, or just generally disliking Corbyn. Um, and it's quite difficult because sometimes people just sort of have a visceral hate that you can't really convince them on. Yeah, I think anti-Semitism has come up a little bit, and, and, and Brexit has. I think, yeah, we did some campaigning in uh, Wimbledon and Brexit it has come up so and in places like Wimbledon with people for example a bit remainy do you do you find they're moving away from the Lib Dems because they know that's not going to work just factually and they'll end up with a Tory otherwise is that what do you think um yes so part of the problem is Lib Dem leaflets have been hitting home pretty hard so um I think um the Tories only have like a 5,000 majority against Labour in Wimbledon but um, a lot of voters do seem to think that Lib Dems are sort of the second largest party. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, although Labour's Brexit stance is quite clear now, a lot of people just, I don't think they've sort of absorbed it necessarily. Um, and they still think that there's sort of flip-flopping going on, even though it is quite clear stance now. And finally, what are your hopes last week now? Last lap, about just over a week? I'm feeling hopeful. Yeah. I'm feeling hopeful, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it'll be a hung parliament, but... Yeah, we could win. We could win. There we go. Fingers crossed. Who am I talking to? Uh, my name is Gabby. I am a campaigns communications person for UVW. Who are they? UVW is United Voices of the World. They are a small independent union that originally started with cleaners, but now we have multiple sectors like architecture and a newly announced branch, which is violence against women's and girls sector. Why is this election, which superficially think, oh, it's party politics, it's Westminster, why is it so important for the struggle of those workers? How does it interlink what's happening in this election with the struggles of, of the workers that UVW represents? Sure. Well, um, for the first reason, uh, if we were to leave with a hard Brexit, all the um, EU labour protections that we're under right now um, are at risk of being reduced. But... Uh, more sort of closely, uh, right now the porters, cleaners, and caterers at St. Mary's Hospital are on strike um, for being brought in-house into the NHS. 
Um, they were outsourced around eight years ago. They're currently outsourced to Sodexo, and their terms and conditions are quite bad. Um, and so if Boris Johnson were to win and the NHS were to be parceled out the way that he seems to be going to, uh, it would be a lot harder to bring these workers in-house and make sure that they have good terms and conditions and job protection. So, I mean, in terms of if the Tories were displaced, as well as stopping hard Brexit, what would your hopes be vis-a-vis the workers that UVW exists to represent and champion? Um, Well, I mean, obviously, a Labour Party government would mean that we would hopefully revoke the Trade Union Act uh, that was put in place in 2016. Um, That makes it quite a bit harder uh, to go on strike and to ballot effectively. Um, In terms of precarious work, I think that a Labour government would, um, you know, increasing social services would obviously make a huge difference for all the workers that are trying to unionize. But also... uh, I can't remember what else I was going to say. We'll leave it there. Yeah, and that's quite good. Finally, though, finally, I mean, just because like, a government comes to power, and even though it's under kind of more radical leadership than the norm, the battle doesn't start there. I mean, pressure would have to be brought on that Labour government as and when, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course. And if you're looking to help people put pressure on the Labour government, or honestly a Conservative government, small independent unions like UVW are basically the people that you need to be supporting, because we're, it's mostly worker-led, and we are helping workers speak for themselves when it comes to job conditions that they want, and I think it's very important that people get involved in unionizing and realize that precarious work is something that doesn't have to be as terrible as it is, and uh, yeah, so, you know. You have to support your small unions. What are your thoughts? They're quite an intelligent bunch, aren't they? Of course they are. You're probably thinking more compelling and thoughtful than me. Brutal, but maybe fair. So look, eight days left. This is the biggie. I think we've all got our role to play. I'm just some random Macaulay Culkin lookalike uh, who happens to have got a platform. But this is a mass movement with people from all sorts of backgrounds we might be in Scotland or Wales or England we might be in major cities or small towns or in the countryside we might be old we might be young we might be queer or LGBTQ or straight we might be people of colour we might be white we might be men or women we might be working class we might be middle class we might be people in precarious work or secure work we've all got a role to play here and the future of this country is not predetermined. To quote the famous philosopher, Sarah Connor from Terminator 2, there is no fate but what we make. And in the last week or so, the odds are still stacked against us, just FYI, where the press are at. Tories, they've got quite a lot of money behind them, haven't they? And the Brexit culture war has been not advantageous towards Labour but there is hope here and uh, what happens in the next few days we will have a role it's been a pleasure and I will see you not literally be quite creepy if it was tomorrow take care Election Daily is produced by the cheerful team, including Jeff Lloyd, Emma Corsham, Joe Kenyon and Joel Pearce, with music from Pete Frazier. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.